This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hani Balkis. Good afternoon, everyone, and happy Monday to everyone tuning in to us right now. Hope you're all having a blessed afternoon and excited to find out about what's happening in the tech world right here in the UAE and all around the world. Very exciting news today coming up on the show as we talk about, I think, one of a kind story. At least this is the first time I've actually heard about it happening right here in the UAE. There is one hacker that was given the permission to breach Dubai police's website. Who, who is this hacker and how did he get such credentials? And did he was, was he actually able to go ahead and do this hack? You got to stay tuned to find out all about it. Yeah, and we also talk about how Amazon is entering the UAE car rental market and how rates can start from $12 per day. It does look like Amazon wants to hit all the buttons when it does come to making as much revenue as possible. Yes, indeed. Coming up on today's show, the one and only Elon Musk was targeted by a hacker and who? Who is this hacker? Well, he is anonymous, but we do have a message from him, a very important one that does actually bring a lot of new information to the rest of the world. So make sure you stay tuned to find out more about it. Yes, but we're not done just yet as we will talk about Apple's next iPad Pro and how it does have wireless charging and even a glass back. Now, I'm really excited to talk about the iPad Pro as we actually kind of speculate that this will be the laptop killer. Yes, indeed. Actually, today at 9 p.m., we have the most important virtual event for Apple. I think it's their June 7th event that we're going to be giving you a quick roundup on actually tomorrow. Coming up in the world of apps, lots is happening as well as we discuss WhatsApp's brand new features that they're going to be launching to the whole world pretty soon. Lots and lots is in store right here on the show, so keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back. Pulse95 Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about hacking today. And how it only took two minutes for Marshall Webb to hack in Dubai Police's website and take it offline. Now, that move would actually or normally be a criminal act, but fortunately enough for him, he had permission from senior police officers. And ladies and gentlemen, it isn't every day that we hear uh, a hacker got into Dubai police or police in general Mm -hmm. and took it offline. But we're going to be telling you and letting you guys meet the hacker that was given permission to breach Dubai police's website. Yes, indeed. It's a very unique name that the world will actually remember for a very long time, Marshall Webb. He was actually performing live on stage at the Gulf Information Security Expo and Conference. And this is not a performance where people expect you to sing songs. It's a performance where Dubai police gave this hacker full permission to go ahead and hack into the website. He was able to hack into Dubai police's website and take it offline in only two minutes. So this would typically be a criminal act, but fortunately for him, he was actually given permission by all the senior officers who wanted him to go ahead and do such an act just to prove to the world that cyber crimes and that hacking attacks can actually cause a lot of damage and they can be done so easily with an experienced hacker. So this is just one example of how hackers could breach even the most secure of institutions. Now, Webb, who is from the U.S., actually does run his own security consultancy uh, network, which is called Path Network and does advise public and private entities on how to defend themselves against hackers. And it is a problem he predicts will grow dramatically 
over the next few years. Now, just a decade ago, he was a world-famous teenage hacker and a member of LOL Security, which is a group of hackers who did look to reach business and government systems. Now, obviously, he has turned his life around and created a career out of it and uh, has actually created his own uh, his security firm. And uh, that group actually did claim responsibility for several high-profile attacks, including a 2011 attack when the personal details of about 100 million PlayStation users were stolen from Sony servers. And believe it or not, he was a part of that group. Now, uh, we're looking at how hacking is the future of theft, the future of Mm -hmm. crime. Now, back in the day, you would have to lock your cars before you went to sleep. And now we're looking at how we have to lock our things online so hackers don't get into them. Absolutely. His interest for hacking actually started at a very, very young age. Marshall Webb was only 12 years old when he first started turning into hacking. And the reason behind it was actually quite interesting. He was just bored. You know, he did it mostly out of boredom. And then uh, growing up in a very isolated rural community in southwest Ohio, to him, computers were very interesting. And his only way to explore the outside world and get out of that rural area he was living in was to basically access things like computers and learn how computers work. He was very bright for his age. At 12 years old, he was quickly advancing. He was actually going to university at the age of 12. Can you imagine how intelligent this kid was? And he quickly advanced from hacking simple websites to more complicated projects. Few of them, he was actually not a, not allowed or not wanting to speak about them just because of the fears of the damage of his childhood. But when he first exercised uh, his hacking skills, he was trying to do that on a game that was very popular back in 2011. And over time, he started actually, you know, within a few months, he was looking at uh, even joining uh, different members that were also involved in hacking. But over time, he decided that he wanted to become a white hat hacker, which means he's one of the good guys, you know? He doesn't hack for uh, any malicious intentions. He hacks to try and help other companies improve their security skills. Yes, he was once a black hat hacker, and now he has turned to a white hat hacker. Now, we do know that cybercrime has certainly increased over the past 12 months, in part because millions of people have been working from home because of the pandemic. Now, we do know that Dubai police have actually registered 25,000 e-crimes just last year, up from 14,000 in 2019. So we do know that a lot of people are spending time online because of the pandemic. We've talked about it before. So we do need to stay safer online. And even uh, apparently we do, everyone needs to, to, to up or ramp up the security because even Dubai police was vulnerable to those hacks. Absolutely. And cybercrime have definitely increased just in the past year due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Millions of people were working from home and that gave hackers a very easy way into our lives. As habits change and some people may choose not to return to the office, we need to make sure that we are doing our part in not just staying safe from COVID-19, but also keeping our gadgets and our devices safe from cyber crimes. Coming up on the show, we have a very exciting news about Amazon entering the UAE car rental market. Soon enough, you'll be able to rent a car straight from Amazon's website. Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. The one website we keep going back to whenever we want to buy anything and everything. The one website we possibly waste a lot of our money on. 
it is Amazon. And soon enough, you'll also be able to even rent a car off of Amazon because Amazon is entering the UAE car rental market and the rates actually start from $12 per day, which I would estimate, how much would that be? Like, uh, you do the calculations. I think like 12 times four. <laughs> no, it's going to be 12 times uh, 3.67. So around okay. 40 uh, drums, That's 38 nothing. drums uh, per day. Which is pretty competitive as uh, the basic cars, uh, the, the entry-level cars in a rental market do range from 90 to 120 per, per day. And those mm. service actually do target uh, the Emirates of Dubai, Abu Dhabi, Sharjah, Ajman, and even Ras Al Khaimah. So we're looking at how soon enough it will cover the whole UAE. Yes, indeed. So through its home service unit, they're actually planning to offer customers across the UAE different options if they want to go ahead and rent out a car, whether it's an SUV, a hatchback, a sedan from one day to one month, you can find it easily on their website. So just like you go ahead and you purchase any item online, you'll if you go ahead and you visit Amazon's home services page, you'll find that they're actually offering the service to anyone in any Emirates right here in the UAE. So you can go ahead and book your vehicle directly from the website to your selected address as early as three hours from the time of booking and there is no security deposit that is required so just imagine you know you have somewhere to go or especially for tourists you know they're right here in the uae they have somewhere to go they don't want to take an uber or a taxi three hours before they need to leave just book a car and you have it at you know at your house at your doorstep in three hours yes now i'm on uh, the car rental service website right now uh, which is amazon.ae if you go to the home services page you will see car rental service now you do have four options to choose from a big suv a hatchback a mid suv or even a small sedan you have the rental duration that can go up to one month 30 days and you can pick one month, 30 days, one week, two days, or even two weeks. So you do have uh, the freedom of picking how long you want it for. Now, let's say I want a Nissan Sunny, which okay. I do believe is uh, the cheapest one right here. Mm -hmm. Actually, a, a Kia Picanto. So that will cost me 74 dirhams a day with full comprehensive insurance. So I'm going to wow. book an appointment right now. Mm -hmm. And it's saying that uh, I pick the days, I pick what time I want uh, the car to come in, 6 p.m. It can go up all the way to 10 p.m. Mm -hmm. And then uh, it's simple as that. They They'll will deliver come, it? They will deliver the car <laughs> to me. Just imagine you get a call from an Amazon uh, employee. You know, hi, hi, sir. Your delivery is here. What is your delivery? A car right at your doorstep. I mean, it's amazing to see how far technology can go and just having... A car booking start as low as 44 dirhams per day. That is a price that not many companies can compete with. Uh, just last year, Amazon has actually launched their home services page that Hani found uh, the car rental option on. But they also offer different services from different locally based service providers, such as, you know, AC cleaning, mobile repairing, pet grooming, car washing, furniture assembly, even home disinfection, moving services and pest control. So... They're, all, they're trying to be your one-stop shop, your everything destination website. And I think they're actually doing pretty good at that. Yes, I mean, we were looking at Amazon trying to hit all the nails on the coffin when it does come to that e-commerce and buying things online and getting things delivered to you online. Now, I'm looking at this is a very, very important service and it is super, super, yeah, I mean, very easy. I'm looking at you can yeah. now get a car wash, a pest control. 
cat grooming, a handyman, house cleaning. So again, we're looking at Amazon being that one place where you can get everything done with a click of a button. And especially because right here in the UAE, tourism has been slowly revived and a lot of people are coming here for summer vacations. I think this would make an incredible way for any family to rent a car instead of having to depend and spend a lot of money on taxis and Ubers. Let us know your thoughts. Have you ever rented a car? And what do you think of their rates? What do you think of their price point? I think it's very attractive. But let us know your thoughts. Our text lines are open. 4215-DOOR-IT-IS-A-LOT-OR sign into RDMs at Pulse95RADIO. Coming up, the news of the hour. Elon Musk was targeted by an anonymous hacker group. And they have a very special message for him. What could it be? Keep Pulse95 locked to find out more about it. One of the richest men in the world, Elon Musk, has been actually targeted by an anonymous hacker group. Now, Elon Musk, we do know, is the CEO of the technological giant Tesla and was actually targeted by a notorious group of hackers who are liable for committing some of the biggest digital scams in the recent uh, in the past actually yes indeed and what i found interesting is that this anonymous hacker he wasn't just you know he sent out a message for elon musk that was it's going viral all over social media platforms but what i found interesting is it was so it was so you know intelligently phrased that he was actually just bombarding him with everything he owned from Tesla to his missions to Mars to SpaceX every single project he was actually targeting it in a different phrase saying that he's trying to act like he's excelling at life when he all he really does is steal other people's ideas we won't speak too much about it we will leave you to hear what this anonymous hacker had to say for Elon Musk greeting citizens of the world this is a message from anonymous for Elon Musk. For the past several years you have enjoyed one of the most favorable reputations of anyone in the billionaire class, because you have tapped into the desire that many of us have to live in a world with electric cars and space exploration, but recently your carefully created public image is being exposed, and people are beginning to see you as nothing more than another narcissistic rich dude who is desperate for attention. It appears that your quest to save the world is more rooted in a superiority and savior complex than it is in actual concern for humanity. This has been obvious to your employees for a long time, who have faced intolerable conditions under your command for years. It is also obvious to the young children working in your overseas lithium mines, which are destroying the local environment as well. You have been open about your willingness to stage coups in order to install dictators in places where your toxic products are being mined. You have even prematurely crowned yourself Emperor of Mars, a place where you will be sending people to die. Your fanboys overlook these issues because they are focused on the potential good that your projects can bring to the world, but you are not the only show in town, and your competition is growing more intense with each passing day. Now that was the hacker that uh, did have that message for Elon Musk. Now, we do know that Elon Musk uh, is not perfect, and he's been actually under fire recently. And in the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, when he was making workers work in those Tesla factories, and even made a deal with uh, the governor of Texas saying that, hey, if you don't let us work or mm-hmm. let my employees work, we're going to take our business somewhere else. And also, uh, he has been dipping his hand into cryptocurrency lately. He did actually make a 
Bitcoin skyrocket in price. And then all of a sudden he was like, nope, I don't want to use it anymore. <laughs> and then it dropped down in price. And then he got his hands on a meme coin, a meme cryptocurrency, which was called Dogecoin. And again, skyrocketed then went back down. Yes, indeed. Now, what I found interesting with this anonymous hacker is he was actually describing Elon Musk as someone who suffers from a superiority complex. So it's 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 an it's an interesting message. There is some truth to it. He when we when we dig back into Elon Musk's history, we do find out that Tesla was not his company. He bought it from someone else. He's not the person who created it. He's not the person who worked on the technology behind it. But to call him the emperor of Mars, to say that he's trying to send people to Mars that they can die, it's it's taking it a little bit too far cuz Elon Musk is not the only person in the world who's trying to find life on Mars. We've seen different countries including the UAE who is currently looking at different research on potential habitable settlements on the surface of Mars. I'm yes. wondering what Elon Musk's response is going to be to this. Mm, just a lot of people are annoyed from Elon Musk, especially his dip into cryptocurrency and how he has made prices skyrocket, then go back down. And it is true. Elon yeah. Musk has bought most of his companies. He is a rich kid that now has billionaire money. Uh, it was—it's a fact that his his parents were uh, were were, uh, were owners of a of an emerald mine in South Africa, mm -hmm. and uh, he—that's how he made his money. He bought PayPal with that money, and then sold it, and now he has his Tesla. So uh, the hacker isn't completely wrong. I yeah. mean, Elon Musk has done some weird things. And again, Elon Musk does think he controls everything now, just like he how he wanted to go against what's up <laughs> with Signal. True. Again, so maybe Elon Musk does need a reality check. I mean, second richest man in the world, but still, even he does need a reality check. He actually made me want to dig through Elon Musk's past and history and what he actually owns and what he went ahead and bought. So... As much as as harmful as it is trying to bully one of the biggest billionaires, it was it was interesting to see how he portrayed to the world that Elon Musk is is not is not you know this big celebrity that is so perfect. He's a common man who has his faults and who has his advantages. So let us know your thoughts. Have you seen this message all over social media platforms? And what do you think? of this anonymous hacker's message to Elon Musk. Coming up on the show, we're going to be giving you a little bit of a teaser on Apple's big event that is going to be taking place tonight at 9 p.m. Their next iPad Pro is coming to life, and we're going to be giving you all the details about it. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. Today's gadget is to get us excited for tonight's Apple event. It is the awaited day, the 7th of June at 9 p.m. right here UAE time. We will be able to witness Apple's very big event that hopefully they'll launch a lot of new devices in. But before we get into the well-awaited iPad Pro that has wireless charging, possibly, we want to give a special shout out to anyone who is born today, but more specifically to... Kay Menaces, who's actually uh, our very own RR's wife's birthday. Happy birthday. We hope you have a very exciting and fun-filled day. 
And yeah. Yes, a big shout out to you. Happy birthday. Hope you have a great year. And hopefully next year, we will be wishing you happy birthday as well. And hopefully next year, we will also get uh, a new event from Apple as well. <laughs> yes, indeed. So the iPad Pro, the well-awaited iPad Pro, could possibly have wireless charging and a glass back. Now, I'm very excited for the glass back because I don't know about you, Hani, but ever since I think 2018, every single year, there are rumors about the next iPhone, the next iPad having the fully glass-like looking device, you know, having it be glass from top to bottom, all sides. And I've always wanted one like this, but sadly, we're not going to get it with the phone, but we could possibly get it with the iPad Pro. Yes, now Apple is working on a new version of the iPad Pro, which will come with wireless charging according to a new report. Now, to accommodate the technology, Apple will also reportedly switch to a glass back for those new models instead of the aluminum found on the rear of every iPad released so far. Now, Apple is said to be testing a magnetic charging system as well for the new iPad Pro, similar to the MagSafe connector, which was introduced with the iPhone 12 range of phones just last year. Now, Apple may also include reverse wireless charging in the new iPad Pro, also according to that report, which would allow the iPad to actually serve as a wireless charging point as itself. Now, we do know that iPad or Apple in general is kind of looking to kill laptops with their iPad Pros. And I've seen a lot of people move to the iPad Pro, a lot of artists, a lot of graphic designers like using the iPad Pro because of the freedom it does give. So is this going to be a new game changer for the iPad or for the tablet industry and moreover to the laptop industry? Yes, indeed. Um, There are a lot of speculations as well on whether Apple will actually choose to switch to Face ID instead of just using Touch ID. That will be a great addition to the iPad Pro, but they're also planning to maybe remove the home button on the iPads. But to be honest, you know, even though this is all exciting, I'm very excited or more excited for tonight's Apple Worldwide Developers Conference because this is the event where we don't necessarily hear about new gadgets, at least none that we know of, but we hear about a new look to all of our devices, whether you own an Apple Watch, an Apple iPhone, an Apple iPad, you will be getting the brand new operating system and we're looking at iOS 15. So they're going to be revealing to us all the new features coming to the newest iOS 15 tonight at 9 p.m. And everyone can watch it live because it's going to be a fully online virtual event on Apple's website. Yes, now Apple also will release a redesigned iPad mini in 2021 with narrower screen bezels. And it is not clear just yet if it will switch to the Face ID just like the iPad Pro or the Touch ID on the power button like the iPad Air. Now, we do know for the iPad Pro, you don't need any touch screen, nothing. It will unlock when it sees your face just like your phone, and they might implement the same type of technology in that iPad mini. Now, alongside the new iPad mini, Apple is also said to be releasing a thinner version of the 10.2-inch iPad, which is the entry-level iPad. Now, both products are likely to be released around the end of the year, and we might get all that information today with that event. And we're also looking at the M1 iPad Pro and its mini LED display. So iPad or Apple in general has a lot in store for us. And I'm very excited to see what iPad or what Apple will be bringing to the table 
with this year's event. Absolutely. And you can count on us to bring you all the reviews and a quick roundup of everything that they will announce tonight, tomorrow at 2 p.m. So it's a show that you don't want to miss out on. Coming up on the show, we're going to be revealing WhatsApp's latest features that will be coming in handy for every user all around the world. Keep us 95 locked. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? What's worth a click and download, but 99.9999% of you already have this app downloaded. We're talking about WhatsApp and how it's going to soon launch two new features. Now, WhatsApp users will be able to access their accounts to up to four linked devices in the coming months. But we also got a lot more for you. Yes, indeed. And those are confirmed updates. These are not speculations, not rumors. They have been confirmed by WhatsApp CEO and founder Mark Zuckerberg. So according to his interview, WhatsApp on iPad might just be supported because of the multi-device feature. He also confirmed that the website will soon get a disappearing mode. This is going to be a very interesting one because I'm wondering if it's going to tell the person that you're sending the message to that it's going to be a disappearing message. So the way it works is you can automatically enable it to some messages in some uh, chat threads or actually in any chat thread that you have. And this feature will allow the message to basically be something similar to what you would experience with Snapchat. So it would only be available, let's say, for 30 minutes. And after the 30 minutes, it would completely disappear. The CEO also mentioned that they're going to be launching another feature known as the View Once feature. Yes, and that means the person can only open your photos and videos once before they disappear from the chat. Now, those features are coming for WhatsApp beta users soon, as per that report. Now, uh, we are looking at how WhatsApp on iPad is becoming, again, something very, very, very important. Now, we just talked about the iPad Pro and how it is going to kill uh, the laptop industry. Now, there's no other valid reason why we don't have WhatsApp on the iPad. If I can have WhatsApp on my laptop, on my computer, uh, I should be able to have it on my iPad as well. Now, I'm looking at, apart from the multi-device support, uh, it is reported that WhatsApp is also working on a new password-protected encrypted chat backup feature. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know anyone who actually uses this. I don't even use it. But it also may allow users to transfer their chat histories between iOS and Android devices. So if you're I making like the this. move, yeah, so if you're mm-hmm. making the move between iOS and Android or vice versa, it will be much easier to transfer that data for you. Now, I want your honest thoughts about each of the features. What do you think of the disappearing message feature? So, you know, with this disappearing mode, an, a, a message will basically be like you never sent it. It will arrive to the user and then disappear immediately. I mean, if, you, if you, you're going to send sensitive information to someone, maybe uh, if you want a Credit picture. Credit card details, maybe. Maybe. I don't, I don't understand uh, what anyone else would use it for. Maybe they want to send sensitive information. They mm-hmm. want to uh, maybe pr- pull a prank on someone, send something <laughs> that they shouldn't be sending. Who knows? Uh, again, but I guess uh, if you're having a messaging platform, you might want to have this feature added to your, uh, your 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 app. I mean, we saw BBM have it. BBM was one of the first before Snapchat to have that disappearing oh, message yeah. or that view once or that 30-minute, 15-minute window. And then Snapchat mm. created a whole app out of it. But true. again, 
we're looking at how maybe uh, this will be a good idea. Again, I'm not I'm not gonna bash it because would you use it? I don't have any purpose to use it. Okay, makes sense. fair enough. I think it would just like you mentioned, it would come in very handy for people who still send sensitive information over WhatsApp. We've been advised over and over not to do it, but come on. I mean, where else would you send it? It's just very convenient. You want to send your Emirates ID photo. We do suggest you don't send any credit card information, but some people do. And I think this would actually help make it a bit more secure. I also like that they are with launching iPad, uh, iPad, WhatsApp over four devices. They're also going to be including the end-to-end encryption. So you're getting better features, but that's not on, not that's not with with paying the price of privacy. You know? Yes, I mean again, uh, some people uh, they want to have WhatsApp on their iPhone, their iPad, their yeah. MacBook, uh, their laptop. And maybe a, a, thir- a fourth phone. Who knows? Comes people... in handy when it comes to online exams. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Some people, they do want uh, that uh, flexibility all over different platforms, just like iMessage. If you do have iMessage, if you have an Apple or Apple device, you can have iMessage on your iPhone, your iPad, yeah. your MacBook, your Mac uh, computer. So again, WhatsApp's biggest competitor is iMessage. So trying to kind of uh, hit the nail on the coffin when it does come to those linking devices, it's not a bad idea. Absolutely. I want to hear from all of you guys. What is one thing that you sent on WhatsApp that after you sent, you thought to yourself, oh, maybe I shouldn't have sent that on WhatsApp? Could be confidential information. Could be information about other people. Who knows? But share with us your thoughts. 4215, do it to or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. We want to hear from all of you. Future Talk is sadly coming to an end, but you can catch us again tomorrow. Same time, same place from 2 to 3 p.m. Until then, we are opening the airwaves for the halftime show. The only place to be at 3 with Omar al He has a packed show for all of you all about sports, mental health, and your physical well-being. Everything you need to know about how to take care of yourself, both physically and mentally, you can find it on his show from 3 to 4 p.m. Yes, you got five minutes before Omar Dori, the man himself, does come on air and does give you everything you need to know about what's happening in the fit world. But, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place, only here on Pulse 95. 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.